0: fm radio free fargo.org it's thursday and i'm your boy wilson canna ND. every thursday except for the last two thursdays i was kind of on a are you ready for it hiatus oh boy i just thought of that and you're thinking wow that's perfect absolutely uh the first week i was gone i was doing my bible camp thing, getting my god on and that was great camping up by the well by the canadian border my hammock and then Last Thursday, and I'm still struggling with anxiety. I personally believe I'm dealing with this mold issue that's persisting in my apartment at the gardener, And I, I feel like I get it, and then it just, oh, man. But I'm here, and I'm going to do it. We talk about cannabis, cannabis legalization, the benefits of cannabis, general cannabis news. 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis. News, and boy, oh boy, this Thursday's no different. I'm excited to be here. I hope you guys are excited to listen to this voice, which is smooth as butter. Right before me, side stage with Trav, one to three. Right after me is Stinky Arts Music Mart, except for today, he no here. But after that's a couple open spots. So if you're thinking about being a DJ, you want to get your DJ scales on, you want to talk, you want to rock, we've got open slots. Get a hold of the underwriters, RadioFreeFargo.org. Leave a message, somebody get with you. It's just a quick six-hour training session with one of the DJs, not me, because I hate people. Just kidding. You could if you wanted. And then you uh, spread your own wings. And then after that is Black Ring Ritual on your Thursday. Again, side stage with Trav, one to three. Me, of talking to you with Wilson. We talk about cannabis and cannabis legalization, and that's exciting. And I have been gone for two weeks. I've been taking, like, a, like I said, an aforementioned hiatus. And so I'm back to rip it. For you all, we got North Dakota Cannabis News, we got South Dakota Cannabis News, we've got a crazy cannabis hanging in Singapore, we're going to talk about all at 420, so stick with me, I got some jams we're going to bust out too. I believe cannabis was created by our creator, God himself, the man I worship and give my whatever to, and I show him props every Sunday, Antioch Church, 11 a.m. worship, come get down with me. And strap on your resin soak Z-belt. We're going to get into this show. This show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Blackcottagealchemy.com. Their products or her products. Shout out to her. Tochi products. Come on downtown. Pick up some products there. The body butter is the business. Uh, I've got it on my thighs as we speak. You're like, what? Exactly. I got it on my feet too. So, so There. I don't have the container with me to read off everything that's in it, but I do know there's sixteen hundred mg's of the CB diesel. That's all you need to know. Thank you for supporting Talk and D with Wilson Black Cottage Alchemy is my sponsor. It's a beautiful day, man! Oh, man, is it a beautiful day here in Fargo, Moorhead? If you're listening at, uh, you know, on RadioFreeFargo.org in Switzerland, maybe it's humid. I don't know. Maybe you're in Thailand enjoying the new cannabis toothpaste. We'll talk about Thailand, man. They're getting funky, Thailand. Or as I should say, Highland. But anyway, it's good to be back. I'm ready to rock this thing. Kenneth Talk D on Instagram will let you know when this show, minus the music, is on YouTube and then the other podcast platforms. However, I would suggest just going to RadioFreeFargo.org, clicking on this, and then just listening to this show with the music. I mean, the sound quality is banging, and it's just, uh, it's just really good. So anyway, I don't know. Is it time for music already? I feel like I haven't said anything. But anyway, have I told you to get yourselves to Antioch Church 11 a.m. to worship the man responsible for cannabis? I don't know. But I did again. So now we're going to listen to Sessioni's Del Sauce Hernan featuring Hernan Galarza. This is soy sauce. I'm excited to bring it to you. Here you go. Ninety five point nine Radio Free Fargo. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Sessiones del sauce. That was soy sauce with a little Mexicano for you. And you're welcome at uh, KRWF 95.9 Radio Free dot org. That's where you're tuned into, And you're listening to me, Wilson, Cannotalk ND with the aforementioned said name, Wilson. We're talking about cannabis, cannabis legalization, the benefits of cannabis, general cannabis news, what's going on in North Dakota, what's going on around us. And we'll discuss that when I open a big fat bag of cannabis news at 420. But until then, I'm going to tell you about new approach, North Dakota. Uh, the petitions have been pulled. I have been on hiatus, so I haven't really been able to keep you. Guys, informed, and I apologize for that. So, if you've been listening uh, to other news sources, you will know that the campaign, New Approach North Dakota, collected more than 10,000 over the required 15,000 signatures. So, that's like 25,000. That's beautiful. Uh, and we're going to talk about it here. Uh, there's an article regarding this. Uh, and uh, I would, I think, I'm, I'm trying to think when they submitted. But I we should know I, I should know by next Thursday's Canada talk and D with Wilson as to whether or not the Secretary of State has approved the signatures. And uh, again, I would tell you that of course uh, th- they were very meticulous in gathering the signatures. They ran it through a validation process. However, Missouri and we'll talk about that at four twenty. They're struggling. They're struggling. They they think maybe the Missouri and I call it the state of misery because Missouri is horrible. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you live in Missouri if you live in Missouri maybe you don't think it's horrible. Now if you've been to the prison in Boonville, you may think Missouri is miserable. If you've been to Camp Leonardwood, Fort Leonardwood to be exact, in the middle of the summer humping rucksacks through the stink and humidity, you may think the state of Missouri is miserable. However, maybe there's pretty women in Missouri. I don't know. There is an arch in Missouri. And we'll talk about all that because my ADD is starting to jump off on the wrong topics. So let's talk about this new approach, North Dakota. Again, you're not going to find any petitions anymore. They're done. They've been packed up and they have been sent to Al Jaeger, who may or may not be dead. I'm just kidding. He's pretty old. I'm not even sure if he's still secretariat of state because I ain't paying attention. However, I uh, I think it's safe to say we're going to see a cannabis legalization Uh, initiative a measure to vote on in November and uh again not everybody agrees with me now that I'm now that I'm a Pentecostal and you know the whole cannabis and Christianity is you know I when I was at Bible camp I'm not gonna lie I felt like I was on I was on trial for proving that cannabis legalization isn't of the devil and that we're not all going to hell um I mean, it's hard to put people in my head and to go, look, this is the chaos that's happening. This is something that naturally grows. This isn't something that a pharmaceutical company has synthesized. This isn't a for profit thing. This is a free thing that grows out of the ground, which I believe was put there by God, just like a tree and a dandelion. Except, you know, I don't know. Is anybody smoking dandelions these days? Not sure. But I know some people are rolling trees. What are we talking about? Kind of talking to with Wilson every Thursday I get in here. KRFF 95.9 is the numbers and the call sign for where and what. So there you have it. It's a beautiful day here in Fargo. I appreciate everybody checking in with me. Now, New Approach North Dakota's got 10,000 over the required signature. So that's exciting. And again, um, I... I I want to tell you it's going to be on the ballot, but we got to wait for, you know, the secretary of state to validate it. Um, I would uh, I would I mean, David Owen himself would probably go, yeah, we're going to be voting on it in November. And I am excited. We've got it. I I mean, how uphill of a road do we have to get to convince over 50 percent of North Dakotans? Uh, It's going to be interesting. You know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, We have uh, we they there is money. So there's going to be signs. We're going to be able to probably get spots. You know, Measure 3 struggled because we just didn't have the funding. You know, I mean, Cass County, we did what we did and we got over 50 percent. So it's going to be interesting to see what Cass County gets four years later with a little bit extra money for a little bit more visibility. And uh, as Mark says here, an attorney and a former copper, by the way, uh, he says, and I quote, so many people I spoke to were excited to sign our petition." I would argue that everybody who signs your petition is going to be excited. I mean, the ones who aren't won't, <laughs> you know? I mean, and what are we talking about? Like, yay, I'm signing the petition. I mean, that sounds like a guy's really high. Again, or hopped up on sugar. So, anyway. People he spoke to are excited to sign the petition, strongly supporting the initiative for a wide variety of reasons. Having practiced criminal law, he says, for more than 20 years and as a former copper, it is obvious the status quo of arresting adults for small amounts doesn't make our communities any safer. And it just it just don't. But again, when you when you think about the the highways and and uh, infrastructure, when you think about like a road, if it's a nice road, The cops are busting enough drunk drivers to pay for that road and cannabis fines. I mean, cannabis paid for the highways, you know, and should we? You know, should cannabis consumers have to pay for infrastructure that can't be figured out another way? Because when you think about that, then you see a demand and for and expectations of. Now you start getting shooting like uh, ahead, like uh, how many if we get 30 Dewey's, you know, maybe if we, you know, extend the, uh, you know, say mandatory minimums or, you know, all of a sudden they start conspiring to figure out how they can keep infrastructure covered like the highways by offenses and once you start doing that brother you got some issues and cannabis should not be a carrot dangle for infrastructure unless it's legal and we funnel the taxes that way but if you look at it i mean busting people is a scam and i don't know that it's been about safety of humanity to be honest now again fentanyl and booze and, and crackheads i'm with you you know, you give a bat to a crackhead, you need a cop probably somewhere, <laughs> you know, maybe not in the same town, but you're probably going to need a, you know, a cop. And you're like, why? Well, a crackhead with a bat. Do I need to explain it anymore? You're like um, some 40 year old woman, you know, twisting up a J on her deck after, you know, making six figures in a high stressful position and has kept it together all day and now gets to relieve some of that stress, we, we're going to say what? We're going to make her feel bad? We're going to call her a criminal so we can keep the paved, the roads paved? I say not today, sir. Ken o'clock the day with Wilson every Thursday. I am just rambling, but that's cool because I haven't rambled for two weeks. Uh, we've got Feed the Beast by the Magic Beans coming up. I think we'll go ahead and just drop that in your ear hole as we speak. So here we go. The Magic Beans, Feed the Beast, 95.9. Feed the beast the magic beans. This hour of programming on KRFF 95.9 LPFM has been underwritten by Rough Cut Social, Fargo's ultimate entertainment destination for axe throwing. Enjoy fun with family and friends, a stellar team building excursion, or book your party. Rough Cut comes complete with full beer, wine, and soda bar for your perfect timeout. They're located at 1100 NP Avenue, Suite 102 in Fargo. Check out roughcutsocial.com. For more info, Canna Talk ND with Wilson. Every Thursday I get in here. 420, I open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And I can assure you that is what's happening as we speak. Here comes the intro song. This is an indicator for you guys that we're going to talk about cannabis. It's almost 420. It is 420. So if you got a medical card, get some ice. sick in that gas glass cylinder of yours. Gurgle, gurgle, friends. See you in a- hey, it's Phil from Canaheads. Like this episode? Hit that like button. And if you enjoy the show, hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on cannabis news local and national. Listen live on 95.9 in the Fargo, North Dakota region from 4 to 5 p.m. on Thursday. For our non-Fargo region friends, you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. Just search Cannotalk and D with Wilson. Now enjoy the show. We're going to shut her down right there because it is... A little past 420. So we got some stuff we're going to talk about, and uh, it's exciting. Uh, take a chance. I'm just reading stuff. So anyway, we're going to talk about cannabis. First of all, let me just mention New Approach North Dakota submits over 25,000 signatures for the ballot initiative that we hope to see in November. Uh, three plants are going to be able to grow. That's the most exciting thing of this whole thing. Uh, the other exciting thing is is 10,000 over you know, has to be indicative of a warming, you know, in the state of North Dakota by, you know, a lot of people weren't down, you know, they weren't down. Uh, And in four years, um, it'll be interesting to see the progress that we've made. So new approach, North Dakota is no longer taking signatures. They uh, should be hearing from the secretary of the state very shortly to validate all the signatures. And again, if I was a betting man, I would just listen to me and do a little dance because there's going to be a cannabis, you know, cannabis measure to vote on in November. Now let's talk about Nashville. Nashville first cannabis restaurant set for Thursday opening. And you're like, what? How can there be a cannabis restaurant in Nashville? There's it's not legal. And in fact, Tennessee's pretty, pretty rigid. Pretty rigid. I'm not even sure that they're full-on hemp allowed, you know, but I'm guessing. Uh, Tennessee's first cannabis restaurant is called Bud's and Brews, which, I'm not going to lie, isn't very original. Uh, It's it's not original, you know. Uh, Not as cool as Ed's blowhole. Apparently, I've been turned on to that being a glass shop in in our fine town. Uh, It also sounds like a place where, you know what I mean? Dudes go to drink, but again, I didn't come up with the name. Buds and Brews. Again, seems like there could be a better name for that. But anyway, the bar and restaurant serves elevated classic American dishes, and if you wish, a side of special sauce. Get it? The secret here is in the sauce. What is in? Uh, what is infused is the condiments. They have twenty-five most common used condiments, from ketchup, honey mustard, to steak sauce. Um. So legal hemp derived THC infused condiments. That's where we're at here. Everything was 1 to 5 milligrams a serving, which is very small so you can try a bunch of a bunch of things. You can try the smoky margarita or the bloody mary jane. I I don't know. Maybe that one's better to wash down your meal or you can finish it off with the likes of a pot tart. Get out of town. Pot tart or stone skillet cookie, which Sounds like something they fry. We have like deep fried cannabis leaves and funny things like that, Sullivan said. It's all Tennessee-made craft cannabis products. They grow, cultivate, and extract, and then we formulate different retail products, different wholesale and retail. So it's a store. So that's cool. Uh, anyway, uh, he's excited to make his own footprint. Now, uh, here's the thing. You guys are like, well, how can that be? Well, you can go downtown today in Fargo and pick up hemp-derived Delta 9. Well, Delta 9 is the the delta in contention. You know, it's what's going on in the federal platform as we speak. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitch O'Connell. I can't remember what the measure is called. C-A-O-A. But uh, they want to remove uh, cannabis from the Schedule 1. And boy, that'd be awesome. Uh, they have like a major uh, road ahead of them, of course. You know, but uh, currently in, uh, in the federal arena we have not they have finally you know submitted a uh, a measure i guess i'm just kind of riffing i don't have it in front of me but uh about delta nine you know but with the hemp bill you can i mean there's so for example this buds and brews. you can get you can get stinking a T, an HHCO, which apparently is, is supposed to be trippy. It's kind of a psychedelic, right? So you could get something to drink with an HHCO, which could have 100% in it. It could be the strongest thing. I mean, it could fry your egg way more than a Delta 9. I mean, HHCO is supposed to be like tripping. I mean, come on, tripping. I don't want to trip. You know, I want to medicate. God don't want me tripping. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible. I think maybe in Leviticus 2, 3, it says, Thou shalt not trip on drugs. Hallucination free. I don't know. But uh, that would seem a little more... I, I feel like people should be on the platform, you know, it should be on the soapbox for stupid hallucinogenic weed. But no, we're all hung up on Delta 9. It, it just, it seems like we just, we got our cart way before the horse here somehow. And there's like a a bag that's open. See what I did there? That, I mean, these restaurants in in states that are very conservative now has a plethora of menu items that really can get you faded legally, you know? And again, our underwriter, uh, Moorhead Herbal Galleria, those cats got all kinds of funny different cannabinoids that provided an effect Hundred percent. They just extract it, put it in a little, you know, liquid, and you're off to the races. You know, which again, I mean, flour is the best way. It seems like it's what God intended. You know, there are vials. You know, cartridges aren't growing up out of the ground. There isn't a cart farm that I know of. So again, I uh, I'm getting lost in the weeds here. Kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. I've taken a two week hiatus. The first week I was up uh, by the Canadian border hanging in a hammock getting my god on. And then I come back and just got riddled with anxiety cuz again I think I'm dealing with some stupid mold or something that my body just ain't down with. But anyway, high times. First state licensed medical dispensary set to open in South Dakota, y'all. The business located in Hartford will open, well it opened. It opened yesterday. So let's give the new medical cannabis Dispensary that opened yesterday ahead. That is awesome. It really is. It's been more than a year since the new medical cannabis law in South Dakota officially took effect. Uh, There are still no state-approved dispensaries except... Yesterday, next week, Unity Road opens its doors in Hartford, a town of about 3,300 located just outside Sioux Falls. It will make history as the first state licensed medical cannabis dispensary. And I'm getting goosebumps. I'm so excited about it. We are really pushing hard to get that number one to the door to be the first legal state issued license. And these guys went on a limb. They uh, they decided they were going to build a beautiful structure to lease to somebody and. They bought the property they began building the building with no piece of paper In worst case, you know, they were going to give it to somebody else. And lo and behold, now uh, unity road is a franchise. Also has shops in Oklahoma and Colorado. So, but members of the Flandro Santee Sioux tribe opened a dispensary shortly after. So shout out to my Santee Sioux tribe, homies doing the Lord's work. It's awesome. And as I mentioned two weeks ago, no worries as a recreational dispensary right outside there. Man, I love gray area law, gray area. Yeah, gray area law. Don't you? It's beautiful. And, and when I first started this show three years ago, I was talking about all these. I mean, I mentioned Flandro specifically as uh, the tribes that were going ahead and going, hey, we voted it in. But then they were afraid of the white man. They were afraid of, uh, you know, the non-reservation people. The ones that create the problems. Yeah, you dig? And so they were scared. But now that's kind of changed and they're set up. The infrastructure's ready to rock, and they're rocking, and I love it. So anyway, shout out South Dakota. I wish you the best, and we'll catch up with you as soon as we can. Now, let's see what let's talk about. Cannabis, big impact on border towns. This is by cannabisnow.com. And you know what? I changed my mind. I want to talk about this instead. Uh, MJ Biz Daily, because I'm pretty wordy, as you guys can tell. So I need to get through all these. Some Minnesota cities ban cannabis edible sales as new law takes effect. And again, it's just like. I'm, I'm being overwhelmed with like just this this momentum that's happening and none of it's bad. It's all pretty good. You know, several cities in Minnesota. But you knew this was going to happen Impose moratoriums, which I don't know what that means. It sounds kind of like something you would celebrate for a dead person on cannabis edibles. So basically some cities in Minnesota know like the ED edibles and others are considering bans in the wake of a first of its kind, allowing adult use THC sales at outlets other than medical marijuana dispensaries. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you can, you can be able to go to stinking, you know, the word that rhymes with Pacey's and a word, and a word that rhymes with smallest may and pick you up 50 milligrams of THC Delta nizine, right? Crazy. Minnesota just got cooler. Um, in the past month alone, Marshall, Robbinsdale, and St. Joseph, they passed moratoriums on sales of food and drink containing THC. City of Stillwater already had enacted a one-year moratorium on all cannabis sales, including CBD products. Um, food and beverages containing THC from hemp became legal in Minnesota. And like, like I said, containing THC from hemp. I don't, when I tried Kratom, when I tried Kratom, my brain, like if you blindfolded my brain and you said, and you set up Adderall, and this green mangda kratom, and you blindfolded my brain, and you started feeding me one or the other. I remember back then not being able to tell the difference, and that's dangerous. And I should have known. I should have known I was going to get addicted to it. You know, I should have known. My brain didn't know. You know, I didn't quit Adderall and and begin this alternative. I basically, took an Adderall in the natural sense. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I don't think your brain knows where your THC is coming from. You know, I don't think your brain goes, uh oh, you hit me with that lame hemp nine. You, you gave me this farm nine. Get out of here. Where I want the city delta nine. No, nah, it's all the same. The new law allows packages containing a total of 50 milligrams of THC. That's right. I said THC to be sold in grocery stores. That's right. I said grocery stores and convenience stores to adults 21 and older. Or adults 21 and older go outside and throw it through the window of a car full of 16 year olds. That won't happen, huh? I mean, there ain't going to be kids outside of a holiday waiting for an older adult to grab them some THC gumballs. That ain't going to happen. That'll never happen. And it's funny because you're like thinking, Oh, now he's advocating for cannabis to being re illegalized. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, I, no, I'm not. I'm just talking. I mean, 16-year-olds I, with some, you know, with some milligrams of THC? I ain't got a problem with that. ain't got a problem with it. I mean, there seems to be some legality issues, and I'm just kidding, you know. Uh, this is just a radio show with a little bit of humor in it and some entertainment and some education and some knowledge, right? So this isn't me saying, hey, all these 16-year-olds are going to be getting their hands on all this horrible THC candy at holiday. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is just something to keep you interested. And I'm I'm preaching to the choir, I would imagine. You know, I mean, how many narcs are listening to me right now? You know, how many negative Nancys when it comes to cannabis is, you know, tapped into your boy, Wilson? I doubt, I doubt that there is. All right. So let's keep cruising here. But that's interesting, you know, if you're Minnesota or even if you're not it's just a quick drive uh, this is from gonjapreneur, which is just fun to say it really is uh, illinois cannabis derived tax revenue 50 percent higher in 2021 so check this out this is tax revenue y'all tax revenue okay the state took in 1.5 billion in adult use cannabis revenue and dispersed 146.2 million to local governments Illinois has done more to put justice and equity at the forefront of this industry than any other state. The $1.5 billion in sales, Pritzker says, of adult-use cannabis translates into a significant tax revenue with a portion of every dollar spent being reinvested into communities that have suffered for decades. Now, whatever you think about J.B. Pritzker, which sounds a lot like prick, no, it don't. But anyway, so let me tell you this. Uh, $297 million in 2020. Turned into four hundred and forty five million in twenty twenty one. I mean, come on, people. And then again, where is all the crime riddled neighborhoods from all the cannabis crackheads? Where is all the crime from people committing crimes to get their hands on some of this? Where is the fentanyl? (laughs) But anyway, you see what I'm saying? I mean. Nothing but good things that'll come from this. So anyhow, what else we got? What else we got? Let's talk about let's talk about Singapore, because this is a crazy story. Singapore executes man for cannabis trafficking. Five executions in less than four months for drug charges, including cannabis, As activists pleading for help. Now, what's really crazy? Well, we'll get to We'll get to talking about it. So as Amnesty International pleads to stop Singapore's fifth execution, uh, one man whose name is not being released was executed by hanging at the Chang'e prison complex in East Singapore for the crime of trafficking cannabis. So let's just take one second of silence to respect this guy. Singapore executions are carried out by long drop hanging people. I mean this. I mean I don't know if this kid's listening. Maybe you should tell him not to. This this might it might get a little gnarly. But I'm I'm about gnarly. You know what I mean? This is interesting. It's just interesting. The fact that there is a country long drop hanging for cannabis. All right, long drop hanging, not short drop hanging. I mean not just short drops, hanging too. It's not just a drop. They add a drop. With the hanging, you know, they go extra. They go extra Singapore, usually taking place at dawn, right? It's got to be at dawn. The country is notorious for its use of corporal and capital punishments as the country's hanging system has been criticized for at least the past 20 years, which implies that past that it wasn't criticized. During canings, for instance, a 1.2 meter long cane of about 1.2 centimeters in diameter is used to beat the perp sometimes for drug offenses. For the crime of trafficking cannabis, the death penalty is mandatory. Thanks to cannabis, uh, thanks to activists like Kokila and Malay, we, know when sever- we know when severe injustices amid the war on drugs take place in the fires of the stretches of the globe. People like her are tired or him, I'm not sure. People are tired of executions for drug-related crimes. We have confirmation that a 49-year-old Singaporean melee man was executed today, July 26th, at Shanghai Prison. He has lived in prison since 2015 after being convicted of trafficking in cannabis. He was sentenced to the mandatory death penalty. Crazy. Now, let me uh, say that there's some crazy things about this. Um, I don't know if I got it, if I if I read it. But let me just say it now. They basically take a photo shot. They, they photo shoot. They have a photo shoot post hanging or pre hanging. They, they make them dress up. They do these pictures. They take photos with them. It's crazy. So activist says racism is part of the equation as the region is allegedly prone to racially biased decisions. Uh, let's see. The 49-year-old was executed, was one of 17 prisoners who had filed a suit accusing the Singaporean government of racial bias. This is the sixth confirmed execution in the span of four months. Uh, Singapore publicly reveals very little if any information about its executions which come in the form of hangings Singapore officials uh, also executed another man with a long history of drug use and other drug offenses who has been sentenced in 2017 for trafficking heroin early this month uh, vice followed the families of people on death row uh, they found clemency appeals to the president were rejected and hopes were destroyed one of the harshest places on the planet to be caught with drugs and we'll talk about Brittany Griner here coming up I believe I think I got a Brittany Griner article i mean. Everybody thinks she's got it pretty bad, but could you imagine if she was a Singaporean basketball player with a vape pen? Huh? You know, do the long drop on Brittany Griner, the long drop hanging? Get out of town. But again, Russia? Who knows? Who knows? And 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 there's arguments on either side of this thing, right? I mean, I'm pro cannabis all day long, you know, with some reservations, you know, for some health rich, you know, health issues maybe for like the super strong or combusting with a lighter. But anyway, let's talk about this some more. Executions by hanging came to a standstill during COVID. That's hilarious. But anyway, in Thailand, cannabis has been decriminalized, suggesting drug reform is overdue in the corner of the globe. But again, like I said, they take pictures. They stink and take pictures before they drop you. It's insane. Uh, Missouri Cannabis Legalization Initiative, short of signatures needed for ballot and county reviews. Now, this, uh, depending on who you ask, you know, when they talk about like uh, like money laundering or, you know, you claim something and then it goes to something and then all of a sudden your proof is lost or they, you know, like, so they, they question, people are questioning whether or not this is legit, legit short of signatures or if they purposefully made sure. That it was short. Um, so reports from almost every county in the state delivered to secretary of state show the petition is short of its goal in two of the six congressional districts. Uh, it is one thousand one thirty one signature short in the sixth district. And then there's another thousand and seventh, whatever. So anyway, uh, Legal Missouri 2022, they pushed the ballot measure with six million dollars. Uh, They got 400,000 signatures were submitted for the petition to legalize adult use. Uh, As they continue to see more signature counts submitted by counties, it's become crystal clear that we have more than enough signatures to qualify our citizens. Uh, The campaign campaign continues to work to ensure that every valid voter signature is counted properly. Um, The news media, however, is reporting that signatures are not there to be on the ballot. What a disappointment. So, um... I don't know, you know. Uh, there would be additional license, blah 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 blah. Um, so, supporters of legal Missouri lobbied heavily against a bill introduced in the Missouri House that would have legalized cannabis use and set up a fairly simple licensing system. Uh, we do it right way, Hicks. You know, and it's kind of funny this guy's name is Hicks. But anyway, Missouri, we we uh, we thinking about you. So, again, New Approach North Dakota submits over 25,000 signatures. That's 10,000 more than they need. Uh, we're right around the corner from hearing whether or not that's been validated, but I'm pretty sure that it will be. So North Dakota is going to have us a cannabis measure on to be voted on in November, which is kind of interesting because, again, I'm probably the only one in my church that's going to be voting yes or voting at all. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's funny how the side, you know, the side eyes I'm getting. However, they're like, well, we like how you're socially acceptable today, though. And it's like, well, why don't we thank cannabis for that? You know, let's thank cannabis that I was able to have a conversation. I wasn't able to, I didn't have to dominate the conversation. I actually listened to you guys talk and made an appropriate response. Let's thank cannabis for that. And why don't you vote with me in November? Feel me? But anyway, let's talk about Entrepreneur, Biden administration offers prisoner swap for Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan has showed up. But what's crazy is they want to exchange him for this Russian who is convicted of arms dealing. And Russia don't even really care to. It's like we are going to come on. Come on. We'll give you this crazy criminal. Come on. I don't know. So Thailand sees surge of unique cannabis products following legalization. Let's just read that quick. Thailand's been having all kinds of fun. Um, and people are like, what? So Thailand's government legalized cannabis last month country has seen a surge of businesses offering cannabis based products like toothpaste, tea, soaps, and snacks. Uh, the nation did legalize the entire cannabis plant. Sellable products can contain no more than 0.2 THC with no limits on CBD. Uh, he wants to see people getting rich out of doing these products in a positive way. He indicated cannabis industry in Thailand could surpass 3 billion in just a few years. Uh, a CBD toothpaste sounds great, but, uh, Thailand legalized cannabis in 2018. The country has long been known to use cannabis as a medicine because when you think about it, Thai stick, you know what I mean? Good old Thai stick. Now let's talk about Biden and Brittany Griner. So the Biden administration is offering to exchange Victor Bout, a Russian who was convicted of arms dealing in the U.S. in 2011, sentenced to 25 years in prison for Americans Brittany Greiner and Paul Whelan, both of which are considered wrongfully detained in Russia. Now, the glaring hypocrisy now that people are talking about, and uh, Stinkin' Tulsi had a little video clip regarding, is we believe, I believe, that there are all kinds of people in the U.S. wrongfully detained in prison for cannabis, okay? But we're willing to swap this freak, an arms dealer, who I would imagine beget, would, would continue to arms deal once we send him flipping home, okay? We send him flipping home. Now, I'm not saying we need to get Brittany Griner and Paul Whalen back. I say we should stop criminalizing cannabis, period. But how can we as the U.S. with our prison systems full of tax revenue in the form of cannabis prisoners and go to all this trouble? Because it's politically motivated, you know, because they're celebrities, you know? I don't know. I don't know. But it's a major hypocrisy. Major. And, and then again, the argument is, is like, well, man, Brittany Griner had to know that going to Russia with a vape pen is crazy, you know. But again, I mean, we do it all the time in, in the US. We go places all the time where it's not legal. Well, I mean, you're like, speak for yourself, Wilson. Exactly. We're here to change the law and not break the law. All right. And so that is the glaring hypocrisy in this whole thing. And hopefully new approach, North Dakota with the ballot initiative on the ballot. We can make it a little more legal here in the state of North Dakota and stop punishing regular peeps. OK, so the prisoner swap has been discussed since Greiner was arrested in Russia in February after they found a vape cartridge in her luggage. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said on Wednesday that the U.S. presented a substantial proposal. Whelan is accused by Russia of being a spy for the U.S., uh, during a press conference, Blinken said that President Joe was directly involved and signed off on a provo- proposal I mean, directly involved. I mean, this is a guy that handshakes invisible people, you know. But anyway, uh, Greiner's attorney argued that she was improperly arrested, was questioned without an attorney and did not read her rights, which under Russian law should occur within three hours of arrest. On Tuesday, the court heard from an expert that testified that medical cannabis is used around the world for pain management. Earlier this month, they presented evidence that she had a physician's recommendation in the U.S. And she faces up to 10 years in prison. Uh, However, they won't be long drop hanging her. So, I mean, you guys talk about how gnarly Russia is, and it is. But is it Singapore, though? Is it? It isn't. It isn't. Uh, It might be close, but it is in Singapore. I mean they they dress you up like a stinking glamour shot before they strap you with a rope and kick the chair out from under you. That is intense. And I guarantee you if I was going to Singapore for say, oh, maybe some mission work or you know, spread the gospel, I'd leave my medicine at home. Why? Because I'm not so sure I want my daughter to know that I had I was hung for my, you know, for my beliefs. With cannabis, I mean now my religious beliefs. I believe I'm the, the Bible requests me to die for that, and, and so I would. But I uh, cannabis, maybe not. Maybe I don't want a long drop, long drop hanging. I probably change my tune just to get back home. You know, just to get back to Fargo. I'd say I denounce cannabis so quick, man. I'd don't hang me. Cannabis is horrible. Can I go back to Fargo? But anyway, kind of talking D with Wilson. Every Thursday I get in here, open a big fat bag of cannabis news at 420. And I did just that, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, because I feel like I was grooving today. Music on 95.9, KRFF 95.9, I think I already said that, Radio Free Fargo. It's been underwritten by Orange Records. That's the color orange. Orange Records offers a variety of new and used music on vinyl and CD, as well as a large selection of posters, DVDs, and much more. Orange Records buys used vinyl CDs and cassettes, and they sell incense. And I would recommend the Happy Hour, Incense. it's really good. Orange Records is located at 641 First Avenue North in downtown Fargo. They are open noon to 6.30 p.m. Monday through Saturday and are closed on Sundays. Search Orange Records Fargo on Facebook for updates on new arrivals and special events. But again, thanks for listening to me. Kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. I'm going to be back in here on Thursday. Let's see, what did I forget to mention? Let me talk about this quick. This is from maryjane.com. A massive German research project is creating sustainable plastics from cannabis. So Google that. That sounds exciting. And then if you want to do some homework, Cannabis Now talks about how border towns are pretty exciting. Like if you can buy cannabis at one town like Fargo-Moorhead, you know, that they're putting dispensaries in towns like 100 people, but they're five miles from, say, New Mexico. Feel me? And, and everybody knows that they're coming over there to get it to go back. You know? So, anyway, let me play you a little music. This is Dommy and J.D. Beck and Anderson .Paak. It's brand new. It's pretty cool. And you're listening to KRFF 95. You're only funky as your last cut. Yeah. But ain't no use in packing what is wrapped up. Oh, man, I was sleeping. Take a chance. Dommy. J.D. Beck, Anderson Bock Clean version. 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org. That's what you're listening to. Can Talking to you with Wilson every Thursday, 4 o'clock. I get in here, 4.20. i open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that happened. If you missed it, too bad, sucker. But come back next Thursday on this radio station. Stinky Arts Music Mart will be after me. Uh, not today, though, but maybe next Thursday. Black Ring Ritual wraps up your Thursday at 10, I believe, or 11. Google it if you need to know. Right before me, side stage, with Trav. This show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy, cottage Alchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook, or Tochi Products Downtown here holds all of it for your purchase. So thank you, Black Cottage Alchemy, for sponsoring this show. I'm out of here. I have got stuff to do. But again, thanks for listening to me. I appreciate it. I'll be back next Thursday. It felt good to uh, to be here and doing it because I've been on a two week hiatus. But that stops today, as you know. So I'm out of here. You know what's happening. David Allen, Judgment Day. Oh, educate yourself on the benefits of cannabis so you can educate others on said benefits. This is David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace.